Right then, got the cleaning gang. We're ready to clean up. So give everything a little clean and a tidy and a wash and a scrub because it's all a bit messy. Here we go. Let's come back around. Carpet. Okay. Right, here we are. Come and sit yourselves down just here on the rug again. Now, uh, hold up your implements for me. Right, we're ready. These marigolds don't actually fit my hands, so they're going to have to, um, I don't know, they can stick in my pocket or something like that for a bit in case I need them a little bit later on. Right, is everybody ready to do some serious hard work and some serious cleaning? Yes. Yeah, because we had a big party here yesterday, and it's quite a mess. And so sometimes we have to go around and clean things up. Right? Yes? Okay. So what kind of things have we got? What have you got there, Iona? A brush. What have you got? To collect spider webs. That's right. A duster. That's exactly what we use it for in our house. Uh, what have you got, Jesse? A, a, a tea towel. And a pan. So you're going to have to work with Iola, aren't you, for that, for the dustpan and brush. What have you got there? What's that for? <laughs> it's for, wash, for washing all the pots. What have you got? A bin, a bin bag. What have you got, Nancy? Some tissues for cleaning things up. What have you got? Wonderful, that's very good news. You can do all the washing up later. What have you got? A scourer. A scourer. Yeah, and I've got a mop and a hoover. Okay, uh, we can just put these down for a minute. Now, uh, what do all of these things have in common? They're all for cleaning things, aren't they? They're all for cleaning things. So sometimes things get in a bit of a mess and we have to do some cleaning. Yeah? Does your house ever get in a bit of a mess? Do you ever do some cleaning? Parents, do they ever do some cleaning? Who's responsible for the mess? Mainly this lot, yeah. Okay, so um, how about this? So sometimes the house is a mess, sometimes our place is a mess, we have to do some cleaning. Have you ever found yourselves all a bit dirty and needing a wash? Has anybody ever been dirty and needed a shower or a bath? Ever been, yeah, ever? Put your hands up if you've ever been mucky and grimy and you've needed a shower. I tell you what, after all of the work, pissing up marquees and taking down marquees and putting up pools and taking down pools and moving things around... I've needed lots of showers the last couple of days to kind of get myself feeling all clean, right? And it's nice, isn't it? And do you ever really struggle to reach those bits of you that you can't get quite clean and you need an implement, you need something like this to kind of get down and give yourself a wash, yeah? Is that what you use? Dust out, dust out the cobwebs or maybe the mop. If you really, really can't reach, you use the mop to get something. And uh, maybe if you've got some kind of cobwebs in your ears, you can use the hoover to get, suck them out, yeah? Or the scourer to get, get the beard off, Yeah? So sometimes we get uh, dirty and we get mucky and we need to be washed. We know that. It's part of life, okay? But the Bible says that we can be dirty and grimy in other ways, in ways that we can't just wash with water. And the reading that Nancy just read for us from Titus talked about ways in which we can become grimy and dirty and need to be cleansed, need to be cleaned. The reading from Titus that Nancy read talked about we were, being, we were stuck in our foolish ways, not doing the good things, not being obedient, not doing the right things. But instead, it said that we, 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 we got caught up in jealousy, being jealous of other people. And when you're jealous of other people, you kind of resent anything good that happens to them. So it doesn't make you feel very good towards them. It says we, we were jealous. And it says, what else does it say? We says we did evil things, did bad things. What kind of evil things might we do? What bad things might we do towards other people? Can anyone think of any examples? Upsetting your sister? Winding her up? Yes. 
I think there's one example of that this morning. Um, anything else? What do you think? Sticking their heads in the toilet. That's definitely a nasty thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, that would be a bad thing to do. What else? Maybe saying unkind words, bullying. What do you think, Hannah? Yes, that would not be nice, would it? Jumping into the toilet and flushing it. Locking people outside. There's all kinds of nasty things we could do, aren't there? We could be unkind, we could say cruel things, we could bully somebody, we could push them around, we could be mean. And the Bible says that we did bad things, we got caught up in jealousy, and it says, thirdly, that uh, we hated people. Sometimes we hate people because we we just don't like them. And all of these things make us dirty and grimy on the inside. The Bible says, "Not we can't clean it with a scourer. We can't clean ourselves out with a scourer or with some washing up liquid. It might make our dishes sparkling clean, but it's not going to make our hearts sparkling clean. It's not going to clean us from the inside. So we're stuck with a bit of a problem. But there's some good news. Because the reading that we heard says that God did something about it. Let me read a little bit to you again. Here's this little bit of verse. Here's what it says. It says, When... The kindness and love of God our Saviour was shown. What do you think that means? When the kindness of kindness and love of God our Saviour was shown. Who do you think that could be about? Yeah. So when Jesus came and lived among us, he saved us because of his mercy. Not because of the good deeds we did to be right with God. He saved us. Here we go, listen to this. What does it say here? He saved us through the washing that made us new people. So the Bible says that we can be cleaned on the inside. We can be washed and cleansed on the inside from all of those things that make us dirty on the inside instead of the outside because of what God has done, because Jesus came. That's good news, isn't it? And in the next service, we're going to be thinking about this, especially we're going to use a really powerful visual sign of that inward cleansing and washing. Can anyone think of what that would be? We're going to use some water, that's all right. Can anyone think about what we might do? So we're not going to use soap, we're going to use water. Go on then, tell us. Baptisms. So at 11.30, 10 people are going to be baptized, and they're going to be put into a big pool of water that is filling up. Keep, we're getting it nice and cold for them at the moment. So it'll be outside there, and they're going to be dunked all the way under the water, and it's going to be an outward and visible sign of something that God is doing inwardly and invisibly. God's grace, God's goodness is going to be at work in their lives, cleansing them on the inside. So all of those bad things that make us dirty on the inside, jealousy, hatred, doing evil things, they can be washed away. What do they do to deserve it? Can anyone think, what do they do do to deserve it? Can you think of what you have done to deserve it, to deserve this lovely inner cleansing that Jesus gives us? Can anybody think... Grown-ups, can anyone think of anything that you did to deserve it? Have you earned it? Did you live a great life? Are you really good-looking, really handsome? Are you strong? I mean, you might be these things, of course, as well, by the by. But, you know, are you you so good in your career that God looked and said, well, you are excelling in work, so I'm going to give you inner cleansing. I'm going to make you new. Of course... We can't do anything to earn it. We know this, don't we? Kids, could you think of anything? Did you think of anything? No, we can't do anything to earn this. And that's why it says, 
God did this not because of our good deeds, but because of his mercy. There's a lovely passage in the Old Testament in uh, the book of Daniel, where Daniel prays and he says, God, have mercy on us. Forgive us. Restore your people, not because of what we've done, not because we deserve it, but for the honor of your name. So what Daniel is saying, it's in Daniel chapter 9, Daniel is saying that because of who God is and for the honor and the integrity of God's name, God should forgive because that's his character, to forgive us and to cleanse us. Sometimes we can be tempted to wrestle with God, to try and seek and strive his blessing, his goodness. And there's a story of, um, of uh, Jacob in the Old Testament, and Jacob was uh, seeking God's blessing, and he stayed up all night wrestling with a stranger who came to him uh, at night, wrestling, saying, don't go from me until I get your blessing. And he, and, and he wanted to receive the blessing, and he struggled and he strived. But God said, you don't have to struggle for my blessing. I give my blessing freely. And in fact, uh, Jacob was given by God a new name to symbolize a new identity, to to symbolize being made a new person. Jacob became Israel. And Israel, of course, became the name given to all of God's people. So it was a symbol that God was saying, you don't have to earn and strive and struggle for my blessing. I'm going to give it to you because of who I am and because of my love. So that's good news, and that's the good news that we're going to celebrate uh, in baptism in a little while, but hopefully it's the good news that you can take away with you into the rest of the week, remembering that even when things are a struggle, even when you feel like you've done something that was unkind or cruel and you feel like it's making you dirty on the inside, God still washes you inwardly. God still cleanses you and forgives you and makes you new. So let's pray.